Hey everyone, this is Rob with a quick note about this episode. The video referred to in the show by my guests, Aurelia, dropped last week Friday. The show was recorded in advance of the release date, so I just wanted to make clear that the video is available to all right now, and I encourage everyone to see it. It is excellent. And now, let's get into the music. It's Amelia Ford. Let's get into the music. Today's show is brought to you in part by WCZR Code Zero Radio, your go-to for the best alternative and indie music. Find them at live.codezeroradio.com or download the free Code Zero Radio app. And now, let's get into the music. Well, hello, everyone. This is Rob, and thank you for tuning in to Into the Music. Whether you're a regular listener or hearing Into the Music for the first time, please consider subscribing to the show. This helps to keep the podcast going, and you'll be sure not to miss an episode. Subscribers will get a shout-out and a chance to make an appearance on the show. Just use the link in the show information. Well, my guests today are Nick and Sandy Herman, a husband and wife pop band better known as Aurelia. This duo here is on the rise in the Green Bay area and are turning out some great pop songs. To date, they have three excellent singles, and this Friday, they're going to be dropping a brand new video for the latest one, which is called Red Flags. And with that, I welcome Aurelia to the show. How are you guys doing, Nick and Sandy? Hey, we're doing great. Thank you so much for having us. We're very excited. Yeah, yeah, we're doing really good. I'm excited for this. I uh, listened to your episode that you did with Amelia Ford. She's a friend of ours, and I was super excited that we have a podcast in the area that does the kind of show that you do and asks the kind of questions that you do. So, yeah, I'm super excited to be yeah, here. <laughs> well, thank you so much for that, and thank you for reaching out, because I haven't interviewed any artists in the vein that you guys are in. So this is going to be a good one. I'm really, you know, yeah, pop artists haven't veered my way yet. So I'm really looking forward to this conversation. So to get started, why don't each of you give us the nutshell version of your involvement in music? Yeah, so I play a bunch of different instruments. I've been playing guitar and bass the longest. I've been doing that since I was 14. And, uh, yeah, I've always, my, my parents really got me into music growing up. My mom, we spent a lot of time kind of driving places growing up and we were always listening to, um, I don't know if you remember Delilah radio. It was a pop DJ, uh, pop station of seventies, eighties, nineties, soft rock. Um, so I just kind of learned a lot of my mom's era of music back then, um, listening to just really great melodies, really great pop music. And then with my dad, he kind of got me into rock as I got older. But growing up, it was always Beach Boys. Uh, he has a 67 Firebird that we would always drive around in and listen to Beach Boys stuff and um, bought me my first electric guitar. So my parents really just got me really, really into just all kinds of music, but specifically music with just really great melodies that were fun to sing along to. So it's doing the pop stuff now is kind of full circle for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, mostly do singing, but I started piano lessons 
back in the day in elementary school, my parents had a piano in their house and I would go and, and play on it and it didn't sound good. And so they're like, tune. It, yeah, it was out of tune. They're like, Sandy, you need to, you need to start taking piano lessons. And <laughs> um, so I did. And I, um, yeah, I loved playing the piano and it was a way to accompany myself as I sang as well, which singing is my biggest passion. Bread and butter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I grew up in the church and so I got to see a lot of people and hear a lot of people singing really often and it just kind of inspired me to to want to do the same. Um, so lately I've been playing a little bit of guitar as well. Nick's been teaching me on the electric and on the acoustic and uh and drums. Oh yeah, yeah. That's really recent. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not a real experienced with that yet. Um, yeah, so we have fun uh, doing all that together, and uh, yeah. Nice. Now, how did the two of you come together? I mean, not just as husband and wife, but as a performing duo as well. Uh, yeah, we met at band practice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I started. Her dad started a church in the mid 2000s and a couple of years later I started going to youth group there and got involved with the band and we yeah we met at we met at a, a band rehearsal because you were checking it out to yeah. see if you wanted to play <laughs> yep, and yeah so that was kind of how we met and um she wrote a song with one of her best friends a couple months later and she played it for the whole whole youth group and stuff uh for the band leader and i overheard it and i was like okay whatever they're doing on the side i i need to join that <laughs> so i uh made uh he made his way in yep uh <laughs> went over introduced myself and said hey do you need a guitar player and thankfully they did uh, <laughs> yeah you played an open mic with us like a few weeks later didn't you yeah and uh we got to be really close friends and eventually we started dating and uh Ended up getting married and started doing all the stuff. Yeah, yeah. continued to do music all the way through. Yeah. <laughs> wow, nice. Now, how does being married help the two of you when it comes to, you know, writing, recording, and gigging? It really helps not having to juggle, like, so many schedules. And, like, we're always together. And so we already know each other's schedules. We can bounce stuff off of each other whenever we see each other. Um, <laughs> which is awesome. Which is really awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um and so it it helps to um just be together a lot and not have to juggle as many schedules yeah and we know each other pretty well clearly <laughs> um but like i know what she's going to do musically i've you know i've heard her sing for years and years now um i kind of know how she thinks hopefully she's kind of starting to figure out how i think yeah uh, she doesn't have a medical degree but i <laughs> think she's getting closer to figuring out how i operate <laughs> yeah and as far as like recording too you nick does a lot of the recording here mm -hmm. as well and so it's real easy sandy i need you to record this real quick and we're already together yeah. um with gigging it makes practice a lot easier and um yeah we're just always on the same schedule <laughs> so that helps Currently, you have three singles available, and I'm sure there's more in the pipeline. Now, for your original material, do you two write together? It's kind of different every time. We write together at some point during each song. Yeah. You kind of have to, because like even if I hear it in my head, like I usually hear it like I'm singing it in, in my brain, because it's me. But it always has to be translated from like a male melody or male vocal to what Sandy does with it. 
Um, so it always, there always has to be, it can't be just like, oh, this is the song I wrote and this is how ex- exactly how we're going to do it. Yeah. So there's always like a degree of figuring out together, but the process of how we get there has been. <laughs> Nick usually has the starting idea. Yeah. You stay up late <laughs> <laughs> coming up with ideas all the time and then you come with them and we kind of work off of that together. Yeah, it, it's kind of different whether it's lyrics or music. It's not always the same thing at first, or sometimes it starts out being music and then it kind of sits until I come up with more lyrics and we write the rest of the music later. It's kind of all over the place, really. Well, let's give a listen to your first single, Bring Me Back to You. And with that one being your first single, tell us what it was like to record and release that. And also maybe tell us what was the inspiration for it. Yeah, it was a song. We had a band together when we were, um, before Sandy went off to college for a little bit. And then when she went, the band kind of ended and we didn't really play. We played at church together a little bit, but we hadn't really played any original music together. We hadn't been writing together for a while. So when we started Aurelia, it was kind of going back and writing a bunch of new songs in a style we hadn't done before. We used to have a punk band, so this was kind of a little bit different <laughs> oh, from cool. that. So it was it was just cool to kind of go back and um, Sandy had some lyrics written for Bring Me Back. Um, I had some lyrics for a different song that wasn't really kind of coming together, but we kind of pushed her lyrics and my lyrics together, and it kind of fit really well. And yeah, that's kind of how we got there. It was originally written on the piano, yeah. And um, we went to uh, Milwaukee to record it with a producer down there, and he Ben Pepin. Yeah, he was great. We loved working with him a lot. But uh, yeah, he really uh, challenged us and directed us. And um, it was just really exciting to to work with him and see where the song started with just that piano to... Yeah, he really transformed it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which helped us a lot. And we were we were just really excited. And the release was really exciting too because we hadn't really released... It was our first thing on Spotify, yeah. first, first music video... Um, yeah, it was the first, and it was like the most professional thing that we had done because recordings that we kind of did ourselves in our first band, like, that we did that kind of on the cheap in this one. It was really like, okay, we're going to do the adult's version of this and <laughs> really try to do it the right way. So, Right. Well, here is Aurelia with Bring Me Back to You. There's a place that I once knew When all I did revolved around you You had my heart, you had my mind Now I'm caught up in this world I've lost my focus, I've made no time
We'll be right back after this short break. Is real music dying? What even is real music and who are we to judge that? Well, my father is a lifelong musician and together we've been making music for over a decade. In our new podcast, we dare to ask the urgent, the weird and the deep questions. And we have a lot of wild stories to tell. No matter what genres you enjoy, whether you're a musician, a producer or a listener, we invite you to discover unconventional perspectives on music. So tune in and go follow Mad Makings of Music wherever you listen to podcasts. Saturday mornings keep getting better and better with WCZR Code Zero Radio's Fox City's Core Show. Unleash your inner music nerd as we dive into an hour of engaging live interviews with some of the best musicians in the Fox Cities. From origin stories to what's on the back burner, you never know where the conversation will go. That's not all. You can be a part of the show by dialing in or joining our YouTube chat. It's Fox City's Core every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. More local, more often. Code Zero Radio. Now, on your website, you list Camino, Fickle Friends, and Five Seconds of Summer as influences. And I can particularly hear those first two with splashes of five seconds as kind of, say, the seasoning, if you will. Is that fair to say? Um, Sort of. There was a Five Seconds of Summer song that was actually like a reference track for it that we were kind of going off with the producer. Um, So that kind of uh, informed a lot of kind of his decisions with it. But um, yeah, I would say that Camino and Fickle Friends were the bigger of the... bigger influences. Yeah, Yeah. the three. We really like... Sandy calls it heavy pop. That's kind of the genre we're kind of trying to create i guess (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so it's like a lot of pop elements with like the drums and the melodies and stuff but then it's heavier guitars and stuff and we definitely have that and and this one guitars got pretty heavy so yeah it's kind of a mixture of all of it i guess well as part of your live set you also incorporate songs you do originals but you also incorporate songs by tears for fears and phil collins and the beatles how do you go about picking cover songs for your live gigs? Yeah, it's been, uh, we've been doing cover band stuff uh, for, I don't know, about six months or so. Yeah, um, it's really kind of the scene as you kind of have to get in the door anywhere in Wisconsin by doing cover sets. We've been doing that for a little bit, and it's been kind of fun because it kind of goes back to the whole showing Sandy all of the music that I grew up with because she didn't really grow up with like a lot of mainstream stuff. Yeah. Growing up in the church, I listened to a lot of Christian artists, um, worship music. And, uh, so American I American was... Idol. <laughs> yeah. There were a few others in there, but, uh, I learned a lot of the songs that we cover now. You heard a lot of them for the first time. Yeah. I just yeah. heard a lot of them just cause I didn't grow up with it. So Nick knew a lot of them though. Yeah, it was just kind of, you know, you want a lot of upbeat songs. Um, People around here really like the 80s stuff. It's really easy for us to kind of take an 80s song that everybody knows and kind of put it into our genre because there's a little bit of crossover with it. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's kind of what we're doing right now is what 80s songs can we do but make it sound like us or what songs from the 2000s that kind of sound kind of 80s can we do and do the same thing with. Sure. Now, Sandy, with Nick introducing you to all these bands and stuff, are there any ones that are particular standouts for you? 
I do like Tears for Fears, partially because um, my favorite TV show is Psych, and a lot of their songs are in that show. <laughs> and so I like also kind of relate it to that. But one of my favorites that we do is um, Mad World, and I like to sing that one. That one's Tears for Fears. We do a Bon Jovi song, uh, Living on a Prayer. I I love that one. That one's one of my favorites. We do put a couple other sort of like the band Camino and stuff in there too that I know and like, and I usually um, find something I can relate to in each song. Well, we had mentioned too that one of the bands that you cover is the Beatles. And, mm-hmm. you know, talking about the Beatles, you know, they're making a huge splash right now with Now and Then. Yeah. So I noticed on your Facebook page that the two of you have already covered Now and Then. <laughs> and it's pretty cool. You know, what are your impressions of this song? I remember I called my dad once we were recording it, and I was like, how cool is it that we can say that there's a new Beatles song dropping? But yeah, it really is. It's a mix of kind of uh, vintage and modern, because you can kind of hear just in the quality of the audio, you're kind of coming from two very different eras with taking John's vocals and throwing it into everything that they did afterwards. And uh, it's just so cool and so emotional just to hear Paul and John sing together and to hear... A new George Harrison guitar solo <laughs> and um, everything that Ringo does. Um, I mean, the Beatles are my favorite band, so I could go on about this for hours and hours and hours. But, uh, <laughs> the video is really cool, yeah, too, and really the, creative. And... Yeah, it's such a somber song, but the video, like, John couldn't handle anything that was too serious. He always had to make a joke of it. So it was, <laughs> it was cool that whoever directed the video was like, that's what we're going to do, too, is we're going to have even though it's a super serious sounding song, um, we're going to make the video kind of have some lighthearted moments and have something that you can kind of laugh at and kind of, you know, that's, it it really got the spirit of who they, who the four of them were, which is really cool. It's good time to be a Beatles fan because we got the whole special on Disney plus a year or two ago. And you really just see how they joke together. And it's really cool to see that in their, their final song. Right. Now, do you guys consider the bands that you cover as influences as well? Yeah, I kind of our elevator pitch when people ask us, uh, what do you sound like? I always say, well, we like Fickle Friends, but we like Foo Fighters because <laughs> we're trying to kind of blend together indie pop and hard rock. Um, I'm a big indie rock guy, but uh, Sandy's also really like surprisingly likes heavier stuff than I do a lot of the times. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> and but she also likes ballads, so we kind of are throwing all four of those together, and you know, Aurelia hopefully comes out of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, a lot of the bands that we cover, we listen to a lot as well, and I would say are influenced by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's move on to your latest single, and that's called Red Flags. Give us the lowdown on what it's about. Did the two of you collaborate on the writing of it and anything else you want to tell us about it? Yeah, the so the song is, I guess, about uh, toxic relationships. And um, for us personally, we were involved in one that I guess kind of... It cost us a lot of things in our <laughs> <Yeah>. life. <laughs> um, Sandy kind of, a couple of years back, kind of lost her her job because of it and our lifestyle totally changed yeah. and um 
We lost some friends. Yeah, it was a hard time. Um, I mean, it was kind of during uh, lockdown and everything and everybody else's hard time. So we definitely weren't alone and, you know, going through it. But uh, yeah, it was it was a really rough time. And we we ended up really good friends with uh, John Anomaly from 7000 Apart. Um, I've known the two of them for a long time. And uh, we went over to their apartment just to kind of uh, get dinner and kind of vent and everything. And John is never not writing music. <laughs> so the whole time we were kind of telling him, hey, we're this is kind of where life is at right now. <laughs> he was taking notes. Yep. <laughs> and we um, turned those notes into verses and a chorus. Yeah, we started writing the song and we kind of sat on it for a couple of years and weren't sure exactly where to go to with it or if it was going to be the next single or maybe the one after that. And um, we ended up meeting a producer from Pennsylvania. Uh, his name is Lucas Kino. And uh, he kind of helped us figure out the sound for it and the direction of it. And we uh, had everything but the bridge. The bridge we wrote with uh, Sandy's brother and our sister-in-law, uh, Casey and Olivia. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah they were able to kind of help us, you know, figure out the rest of the lyrics and kind of relate their own experiences into it. And it was cool to kind of get our friends in on it a little bit and get their voice in it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we recorded that and... Uh, we wrote the bridge and we recorded the vocals the next day and sent that off to Lucas and um, he took care of the rest. He, we had another guy named Carl uh, Bonner, I think is how you say his last name, mm-hmm. who mixed and mastered it. And yeah, it sounds really good. <laughs> yeah, they did a good job. Yeah, way better than I could do on my own. And uh, <laughs> yeah, they, they work really well together. So yeah. Well, here is Aurelia with their latest single, Red Flags.
This Friday, November 17th, you two are releasing a new video for Red Flags, which I've had the privilege of previewing, and I gotta say, it's really well done. Can you give us the story behind it, and who is behind it? Yeah, we were, this was a lot of fun, because we got to kind of add in, or work in a lot of our friends kind of doing different things, but yeah. It was shot by, you know, I never learned how to say Jake's last name, but I think it's Jake Viani, I think is how you say it. Um, He has a company called Bard Media, um, and he's shot commercials for Nike for, like, his week-time job and stuff. He's he's just really good. He shot some videos for 7,000 Apart, which is kind of how we came across him. Mm -hmm. And he was just really good because we really wanted somebody that kind of, you know, had their own vision with and their own interpretation of it. Even though it was about something that was really personal that happened to us, we wanted it to kind of be relatable. Be, yeah, we kind of wanted people to take their own meaning from it and be able to, you know, relate it to their own thing. Yeah. So it, it kind of sounds like a breakup song, even though that wasn't really what we were going through. It's kind of how it ended up. So we gave them a song where, we like, hey, if you could come up with some kind of visual symbolism for, you know, what these lyrics are and kind of take it in this direction, but kind of author that direction yourself, that would be great. So. He came up with some really cool stuff with it. Um, he likes a lot of Italian films, so that was a pretty heavy influence on what was <laughs> yeah. going on with it. And so, yeah, we came up with that when we were shooting it. We shot it at Cup of Joy in Green Bay. It's probably like our home venue at this point. Yeah. And awesome music venue, yeah. Yeah, they were gracious enough to let us use it. But uh, while we were shooting it, there's one shot in the video where... Uh, well, where the actress is kind of leaving the building, where there's like a bunch of haze, bunch of there, fog yes. and smoke and there's stuff. A smoke machine used. <laughs> and unfortunately, that kind of led to the fire alarms going <laughs> off and the fire department being called to come and check on us to make sure we weren't burning the building down. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that kind of happened, but uh, yeah, we <laughs> we were we weren't even in the room when they shot this, but I always. Yeah think of it when i see that shot when i see the video now but yep. all of a sudden the alarms went off and they have like uh you'll you don't have to worry about safety at cup of joy because you'll definitely know if, if it, there's a yes. fire because there's a lot of fire alarms in the game and uh so all of a sudden you know we walk out of the door in the room that we were at and everybody else walks out the door and a big cartoonish cloud of fog comes out of the door as they open <laughs> up and we're like well that's probably what did it <laughs> and so i had to evacuate in the building and talk to a very nice police officer and <laughs> good times yeah uh, <laughs> but uh yeah we had a great cast and everyone i thought did a really good job jake and his assistant was a uh, mariah yes she was great too um, and yeah, actually, the actress in the video was uh, she shoots music videos herself, uh, Jocelyn uh, Bierman, I think is how you say her last name. Uh, she owns a company called Cyclops Photography, and she actually shot her first music video, so it was cool to bring her back as 
kind of a talent <laughs> for yeah, this one and have her act. She, she was, was like so the good. Perfect choice. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we're really, really happy with how it turned out and are very excited to release it on Friday. Nice. Well, in the video is your full band with the two of you on guitars and Sandy on vocal, of course. Now, who are the other members of your band? It kind of varies when we play live. Um, it kind of depends on who's available, but you know, we always try to hire our friends uh, as long as they're available. Usually it's the people that are up in the video. We have Nick Wicker on bass, other Nick. Uh, he's a missionary to Japan, and we've known him for a couple of years now. He's always great. Uh, he always is super solid and yeah. is just a like, classic bass player's bass player. So he's super fun. On drums is our really good friend, Shannon. She's newer to drums, but is doing really well. And we love playing with her. And she's known Nick. Nick and Shannon have known each other for a long time. They went to school together. Yeah, her husband is my best friend. I've known him for, I think, 20 years now. He's actually the guy in the fedora in the video as well. <laughs> yeah, so he's in the video too. But uh, yeah, a couple of our good friends and we yeah. love working with them. And We did a release show for the single um, in October and we had a kid named Dylan Vandervest uh, play drums for us and he just kind of filled in last minute and he was great so we yeah we have a handful of people that we can kind of ask or hire do what we need to do and uh gives us a chance to kind of play with everybody or we'll play with all of our friends which is really fun yeah thanks it exciting cool well we're getting close to the wrapping up the episode so sandy and nick please go ahead let us know what's in store for aurelia in the near future and plug your music gigs and whatever else you like yeah, so like we mentioned, we have our music video coming out this Friday um, that we're looking forward to on the 17th. We are releasing a Christmas cover on uh, YouTube and all of our other social platforms at the beginning of December. We have a couple gigs in Green Bay coming up and Gillette, which you can find all those on our website, aureliaband.com. Doing a Christmas show in Wauwatosa at christmas market european christmas market in wauwatosa so that'll be fun that's december 9th yes so we're looking forward to that and yeah you could find all of that on our social media as well it's always at aurelia band so yeah lots of more originals coming too we're doing a lot of songwriting so next year we're going to be releasing a lot of more original music and so we're very excited for that too sure and we'll link your website in our show description well, Nick and Sandy, thanks for joining me today, and I really appreciate you taking the time to talk and share your music, share yourselves. It's been great having you on, and continued success to you both. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Rob. Yeah, we'll be subscribing and uh, keeping tabs with you, too, because, yeah, like I said, the great. episode I listened to with, with Amelia was, was great, so I'm really excited about it. Yeah, thanks for having us. You're welcome. Thank you. Well, folks, my guests today have been Nick and Sandy Herman, the husband and wife band Aurelia. Make sure to check out all of their music and especially the Red Flags video. It is so well done. Thanks for listening and please share into the music with your friends and on your socials. We really appreciate it when you give the show that signal boost. So, so long for now and we'll see you next time we get into the music. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Into the Music. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Odyssey.com. 
Drop us a line on our socials or email us at intothemusic at newprojectx.com. To support Into the Music, go to buymeacoffee.com slash intothemusic. Your support keeps the show going and is always greatly appreciated. This show is copyright 2023 Project X Productions. Join us next time we get into the music. God bless and take care, everybody.